people who care. Hello everyone, today we are here at the Outreach Teen and Family Services Office. We're your podcast hosts, Gina and Jackie, and we are here with Grace Myers, one of our outreach crew members and a current student at Upper St. Clair High School. Welcome, Grace. Thank you for having me. Today we'll be getting some insight into what transitioning into adolescence looks like from Grace's perspective. To start off, we wanted to do some fast five. So Grace, what grade are you in and how old are you? Um, I'm a junior in high school and I'm 16. What is your favorite subject in school? I love my psychology class. (laughs) What has been your favorite school year so far? Does it have to be in high school? (laughs) No, it could be any. You know, I was a really big fan of second grade. Love it. Love it. That's a good year. (laughs) Um, Do you know what you want to do after you you graduate high school? Um, I think I want to be a child psychologist. Awesome. Love it. Real quick, this or that, middle school or high school? Middle school. Winter or summer? Summer. In person or online classes? In person. We would like to pause and thank St. Clair Health for being our annual sponsor. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right, to kick off the first half of our episode, we want to talk about educational transitions. So Grace, throughout your educational journey, how many transitions between schools have you experienced? Okay, well, I was born in Boston, so that I went to preschool there, and then when I moved to Pittsburgh, I switched to a different school. Okay. So that's one, and then preschool, elementary school, two, um, elementary school to our first middle school, three, first middle school to second middle school, four. The two middle schools. Yeah, we have a fifth and sixth grade one, and a seventh and eighth grade one. Okay. And then middle school to high school, so five. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. So how do you compare your transitions from elementary school to middle school to middle school, I guess, and then to high school? So um, elementary school to middle school was a big one because Upper St. Clair has three separate middle schools. I mean, three separate elementary schools that all combine into one middle school. So it's a lot of new people. You don't know anyone. It's Mm -hmm. like the first time we've ever had different teachers for different subjects. Mm -hmm. So that one was a big one yeah <laughs> and then like middle school to middle school it's like the same thing it's yeah. just different building mm-hmm. and then I would say middle school to high school is the hardest one by far because yeah. it's so different it's like everything matters now yeah <laughs> um how old were you when the pandemic first started oh okay um I was in seventh grade Wait, how old was I? <laughs> okay, hold on. So, maybe... Like, 12? 12 or 13? Yeah. Was this the transition before middle school to high school? It was my seventh... Just trying to, just trying to follow. It was my seventh grade year. Okay. So, it was my first year at the second middle school. Okay, okay. That's yeah. crazy that they do that. <laughs> I just don't get that. It's, it's a really good news. <laughs> um, so, how do you think um, this affected your transition? I think it made the transition from middle school to high school, like, so much harder. Because, like, our whole middle school, it was, like, you didn't do anything. Like, because we still, even um, eighth grade, we still had, like, half our classes online Mm -hmm. for most of the year. 
So it's like I didn't have like a normal class, like a hard class. Yeah. And then not saying I did, not saying I did, but um, it is a lot easier to cheat when it's <laughs> right there are a lot of math yeah. on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> when my teachers are listening, I'm not saying I did. <laughs> but it was significantly easier. And like 7th yeah. and 8th grade were supposed to be like, oh, preparing you for high school. But I yeah. didn't feel very prepared. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what are some mechanisms that you have found that helped you through those transitional periods? Hmm. Um, I'm a big like planning person. Okay. So like I <laughs> go before every school year, I get my planner. I like yeah. write everything down. So I think like that helps me because I just can see it. Like I can mm, see yeah. where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously my friends like wouldn't have made it without them. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so good just to have like someone to talk to that oh, knows exactly sure. what you're going through. Yeah, yeah. of course. Um. I feel like art has been one for me. Like, I do a lot of different things. I've tried a little bit of everything, but I just, like, I like getting to make something. It helps, like, calm me down, especially when I listen to music while I do it. Just, like, helps me de-stress from everything. Love that. Um, I know that you mentioned earlier that you want to go to college and plan to. Um, Do you know any tools that you think that you could use in order for this, like, transition to college? Okay, well, definitely my planning. <laughs> I've, like, sort of done it a little bit because I did a summer program at Harvard. So I had to mm-hmm. do the whole, like, move into a dorm, meet the new people, yes, yeah. go to a college yeah, class. Experience to have early on. So Seriously. I feel like just what really helped me in that was just taking some time for myself. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, like, so busy and there's so many people, mm-hmm. like, I still took, like, 30 minutes a day and I would just go up to my dorm and I'll just shut the door. Yeah. Just me. Yeah. It was so nice. <laughs> I would like to pause and thank St. Clair Health for their generosity in sponsoring the third season of Teens Tap In. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together by creating reliable resources that recognize all of our neighbors with access to the highest quality healthcare, advanced care close to home, and a shared humanity that delivers on our joint vision to create a healthier community for all. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. All right, transitioning to our second half, we wanna talk about Grace's personal transitions. So how do you define social status? Oh, oh no. <laughs> okay. Can you like elaborate on what you mean? Of course, of course. Um, I guess there's different like hierarchies within like, high school and middle school and everything. Um, how do you think you would define that within like your standpoint in high school? Okay. So I feel like weirdly in my high school it's like very based off of the sports teams that you're on. Okay. okay. It's like there's like I feel like like if I had to go like the top there's like the soccer girls and like the lacrosse girls and the volleyball girls (laughs) (laughs) it's like one season (laughs) wait don't Um, you play volleyball though i don't play volleyball for my school so i'm not up there (laughs) um and then i feel like there's kind of like 
most people, the people that do, like, the other sports, the Mm -hmm. people that are, like, good at school. And then I feel like there's a couple sports that, like, if you play, it just, like, immediately puts you on the bottom of, like, the social hierarchy there. (laughs) Because we've got some crazy sports. We've got um, the rowing team. Okay, fun. Yeah, we've got um, rifle. I think that one just like people are scared of you. Like I genuinely, <laughs> I, it terrifies me. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I, um, our I'm fencing team. I've never. We've got some fencing. Wa- fencing, like the thing with like the swords. But, yeah, like, you don't no, actually I, hit each I definitely other. know, but I didn't know that was like a popular. Is it popular? Or no? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, like popular doesn't do a lot of people. You know, there's a couple people. I immediately think of the parent trap. And then fencing oh, in the beginning. I, oh, that's yeah. literally my favorite move, right? Yes. You know. <laughs> um, so you already kind of touched on the next question with like extracurriculars having an influence on your level of popularity yeah. or social status. Um, but like, how do you think that that affects your own outlook on on things? I think it's just and what like, you participate in. I think as someone who like doesn't do a school sport, it's like kind of hard because. Those people, they spend so much time together. Yeah. Like, my little sister plays a school sport, so I know how much it is. It's, like, every single day, at least two hours a day, you're with those people. So yeah. they get, like, mm-hmm. really, really close. Mm-hmm. And it can be, like, hard to have friends who are, like, on a sports team like that. Yeah. Because it's, like, you can never do anything with them because they're, mm-hmm. like, oh, I have this, I have that, mm-hmm. I have this. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's a great thing. I, I love playing volleyball. Yeah. I just, like... It's kind of hard when you're in school and it's like, oh, nope, they already have their friends from their yeah. team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I think there's a lot of pressure, too, like, to be involved with something, like, with, like, all like all of you. Like, putting all of you into, yeah. like, a sport or something like that. Like, I feel like a, a big pressure for me was choosing which one I wanted to be all in mm-hmm. on. Yeah. Like, I had all kinds of different things that I enjoyed to do. And I was told from, like, coaches or teachers and, like, each one of those that, like, I needed to pick one and stick with it yeah. because I was, like, cutting out time Same. from the others. And and so I think there's a lot of pressure with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question. Mm-hmm. How did you – then how do you deal with making friends and having a social life? So I – In this, like, social hierarchy at your school. <laughs> yeah. I kind of got lucky because right now I'm doing, like, IB Diploma – so there's like a super small group of us and we have so many classes together that yeah. made it like all really close mm. because like I see them every day. They're like yeah. most of my schedule. And then like we text all the time because like homework, tests, whatever. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's like a really strong bond for me. And then like obviously I have all my amazing friends outside of school. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. then it's just really like who do you have classes with? Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. I, I used to love school friends. Like, mm-hmm. the people you had class with and you would get yeah. really close to for, like, that yeah. year or that semester. And then... Mm-hmm. I think that still follows, though, even in college yeah, as well. Like, you sure. always like to check with your friends to see who you have classes with. Mm-hmm. And it just yeah. makes your time there so much yeah. better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think there is a pressure to look or act a certain way? 100% yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just... There's such a specific, like, look to Upper mm-hmm. St. Clair. Like, there is a, like... A stereotype that like yeah. we're, like the rich school mm-hmm. so it's and it's it is kind of true it's like if it is not the name brand mm-hmm. we don't want to see it so it's like we don't want your like athleta leggings it has to be lululemon <laughs> you gotta have the uggs it's yeah. like 
there's well yeah it's a lot kind of like and it's like a um, lot of very expensive high-end things yeah that it's like just crazy for high school i know people. it's yeah. like and like you know it's your parents money like no <laughs> one is going out and buying themselves their 20 pairs of blue leggings <laughs> i'm not hating on anyone i do own them myself <laughs> i mean come on yeah we all love a name brand we all yeah. love a name brand but and then there's just like if you dress like somewhat different from whatever is like on trend like yeah. it gets you weird looks yeah and mm. it's it's just like strange like it, there's such a very specific style like what i wear is considered to be like not the norm mm-hmm. at upper st Clair. yeah like it's not like i wear that every day yeah. <laughs> that, like for everyone listening i have like straight like sweatpants on mm-hmm. crazy really? <laughs> yeah Oh, yeah. I guess I wear like flare ones. Are those trending still? I don't even know anymore. I, see, yeah. is, I guess that's a good question. So, like, what mm-hmm. style wise, what is trending? Like, what okay. are you supposed to wear? So, <laughs> um, Lululemon leggings. Okay. Oversized sweatshirts. Okay. Like that's always. Um, yeah. The little, like, UGG Tasmanian one. Oh, yeah. Like the yes. border. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh my gosh. Platform UGGs. Platform UGGs. What else, like, do I see everyone wearing? The Lululemon, Lululemon like, half-zip, whatever. Oh, the oh, scuba! Yes! The scuba, the divine jacket. I want to make scuba at Target. So <laughs> I guess I would be shown that. <laughs> for my not Yeah, like, Lululemon people will look for, like, the logo. Like, if they're like, oh, that looks like Are Lululemon. Are you serious? Yeah, like, people, like, will be like. That's crazy. Where's the logo? <laughs> That's crazy. I'm so happy I'm not that school. So how do you feel that impacts you or your friends? Like, is this something you talk about? Like, it's, it's like something that's, it's kind of something, it's like an unspoken rule. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I'm, like, I will, I'm not the most popular person. And like, it's like my friends, like I look at the way I dress and I love it, Mm -hmm. but it's not like what's on trend, what's the name brands. And like, I can't Mm -hmm. help but think is like, is that part of the reason why we're, like, not mm-hmm. the most popular people? Because, mm-hmm. like, just because their leggings are from somewhere else, like... Yeah. Because really, that says so nothing silly. about a person. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's yeah. personality. Yeah. Like, I literally and... don't care what you're wearing. Like, it doesn't... Yeah. It doesn't most bother me. Don't. I feel like I was mm-hmm. always told, like, when I was in high school, like, it's not a fashion show. Nobody really cares. I did. I cared a lot. I wanted to make sure I looked okay. Yeah. But genuinely, like, I used to get annoyed when people would say that, but, like... Like, you're going there to learn. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the, you shouldn't have to feel like you have to be, like, dressed to the nines mm-hmm. in order to successfully get an education. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I feel like there's, like, a lot of pressure with, like, makeup, too. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. to be, like, curl your eyelashes and put in your mascara and concealer before you go to school. Like, yeah. I do it, and I just feel like mm-hmm. I have to or, yeah. like, I'm not ready. That was a big thing at my school. Not so much, like, the clothing or anything, but makeup and hair. Like, you have to have one of those things done yeah. as soon as you walk in. So, that that's crazy. That I'm, is interesting. When did, you start, did you, when did you start doing that? When did you feel mm, that pressure? Probably, like, ninth grade was, like, it started okay. to be, like, yeah. every morning. Yeah. It was part of the routine. I think I started wearing makeup in eighth grade. But I knew nothing about it, and I would just mm. put, like, concealer all over my face. <laughs> like, I guess, a foundation, and I was just like, okay, this works. And It's definitely a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, it probably did not help with, like, the pimples and stuff, but I, I felt like I needed to do mm-hmm. it. So how do you feel that pressure impacts 
mental health for high school students? I think it just like makes everything so much harder because like Mm -hmm. you're stressed about tests and grades and college and then it's like on top of all that you have to worry about like how you look and what you're wearing like Mm -hmm. like you it's like just adds another level onto it it just increases everyone's anxiety because you're always like are they looking at me are they looking at me am I not wearing the right thing yeah 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 I think like like you were saying when when you mentioned how you can't help but wonder if like what you're wearing and, and the ways that you don't conform to those expectations like are the reason that you are where you are and, mm-hmm. and what people perceive as popularity um I think that's really interesting because like we were saying with mental health like that is how you perceive yourself in that like totally affects how how your confidence level mm-hmm. like on a day-to-day basis and I feel like it can uh distract you too mm-hmm. just from like learning and, and general purposes yeah. uh, of your school day I don't know. I'll be like fixing my hair in class instead of focusing on what yeah. I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. Do you think there's any way, like this sounds like a systemic mm-hmm. social yeah. problem. Yeah. And we've all experienced it in our generation <laughs> in high school, right? Um, but what do you think could be part of the change, if anything? like so hard I've never thought about like what could change it it's just like the way it is yeah yeah Mm. or like if you woke up tomorrow Mm -hmm. and there was like some magical change okay what would you want that to be in your high school I would say I just like for everyone to stop feeling like they have to wear makeup to school Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like and just that we make wearing like your comfiest clothes to school like the norm like <laughs> I don't want to wear jeans anymore <laughs> what if I just wore pajamas to school every day? <laughs> but isn't it so interesting that the one change you would say would be appearance based yeah you know, I just going to school is about mm, learning it would make me feel growing like, as a person it would make right. me feel more comfortable yeah. So then I feel like I'd actually be able to focus on my learning mm-hmm. because I wouldn't be worrying about what I was wearing and how I looked. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It takes away from self-identity as well. Like you're mm-hmm. trying to figure out who you are and those things are just super materialistic. When yeah. It's more right. internal. And the high yeah. school student, that's like when you're learning who you mm-hmm. are and right. your identity. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine with conformity, you have to learn that in such a zigzag yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. interesting how much do you think that those social or social media plays into those um influences Mm -hmm. I think social media is like huge I think like that's where all of these like trends come from like the UGG trend it started on TikTok like that's where I feel like almost everything does start I feel like um sort of like the get ready with me's I feel like Mm -hmm. those have kind of pushed the makeup agenda Mm because it's like look at what they're doing for school oh I need to do that for school have you seen the TikToks of that little well she's a little girl to me but I think she's like 11 and she's like blonde and she has to get ready with me and she says what she doesn't like like her ics and stuff I don't know I'm like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh when I was 11 I was like so not Mm -hmm. that advanced in my makeup skills and my skincare techniques I'm like dude you need a skincare routine when you're 11 it's crazy it's crazy the way social media affects things like my little sister, she wanted started wanting drunk elephant when she was like twelve. I was like, that is a seventy dollar moisturizer. Is a brand. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a very, very expensive skincare brand. 
And it's like she wanted this specific moisturizer and it was $70. And I was like, what? (laughs) Why do you need this? Your skin is making plenty of moisture right now. I know. But for like parents who might not be on TikTok or have a good understanding of what it's Mm -hmm. like. Like when you say the UGG trend started on TikTok. What do you mean? I, so, like, you see, you see the videos of, like, these girls that look cool, they look pretty, they mm-hmm. look like what you want to look like, yeah. and they're wearing Uggs. So you're like, oh, if I see all of these girls wearing Uggs, yeah. maybe if I wear Uggs, I'll be cooler and prettier and more people will like me. Yeah. So do you feel like it's a conscious thought, or do you think these trends are, like, tapping into high school students, college students, like subconscious, like motivation. More of a subconscious thing. Like, I think if we didn't all internally care so much about being like accepted and Mm -hmm. liked by everyone, Mm -hmm. then we wouldn't feel so much of a pressure to like go out and buy whatever shoes or shirts everyone else is wearing. Yeah. But being belong, feeling like you belong and accepted is yeah intrinsic right yeah being Mm -hmm. human yeah so do you feel like social media it's going to impact right wanting to belong um and this is how i can belong yeah Mm -hmm. so then it's like it's such a two-headed arrow kind Mm -hmm. of right because it Mm -hmm. taps into that core feeling of wanting to belong but then how to how to belong costs money Mm -hmm. takes effort takes time yeah. and mm. intrinsically creates pressure so it's like how how in the world do we balance that yeah mm-hmm. yeah there's two kind of sides yeah would you say that tiktok is the most influential mm. social media right now or i would say tiktok because i feel like that's what people are on the most like okay. that is what i am on the most yeah. i feel like I feel like next would be, like, Instagram Mm -hmm. because it's, like, your posts stay up there. Yeah. So, like, you you can go back and see them, like, Mm -hmm. more than I think people do on, like, TikTok. Yeah, yeah. But I would say, like, definitely TikTok. That's where people watch them, see the Mm -hmm. most posts. Yeah. Just out of curiosity, because I feel like there was a lot of pressure for, um, because Jackie and I are seniors. We're, like, early 20s um, in college. So is there still, like, an equal pressure to have, like, a – uh, aesthetic Instagram feed or is that a little outdated? outdated? Um, I think it's like I think yes you still want it to be like aesthetic. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's now more of like the kind of casual Instagram vibe okay. Okay. with like photo dumps yeah. and things mm-hmm. like that okay. but I think you still want it to be like aesthetic and pretty. The first picture follows the yeah yeah I still see I see TikToks of people being like this is how you should set up your feed yeah. and it's like oh this is a picture of your food oh this one's a picture yeah. of you oh that one's a selfie so it's like more casual mm-hmm. but like still the idea of like the aesthetic is still yeah. there so do you think that that affects like how you view your own social media feed and then in turn like like take that on yourself yeah like definitely I feel like when I look at other people's Instagrams I'm like what if my Instagram doesn't look that good Mm -hmm. and like I'm always like taking down posts or like putting old ones back up or like messing with my highlights yeah Yeah, I do that so I feel like I just I look at everyone else's and I was like is that what it seems like when you look at mine or is Mm -hmm. mine like does it seem weird or like not good enough yeah for sure Grace so how 
do you feel like you have self-identity or do you feel like where are you in your self-identity journey um with all these different like competitive pressures i feel like i do somewhat have self-identity but i think it very much comes from the things that i do outside of school and like the things that i like don't post on instagram like I do um, Mirror Colleague and Best Buddies and that's huge and that's such a big part of like my self-identity, like who yeah. I am. Like I love to help people, yeah, especially mm-hmm. kids. <laughs> like I just love it. And those are the things that like, it, they're not on my TikTok, they're not on my Instagram, yeah. but like they are part of my self-identity. For sure. So um, I think it's more about like what you don't post yeah. than yeah. what you do. Yeah. And what you don't post is reality. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. What you do post a lot of the time, mm-hmm. 1% of yeah. your Yeah. And you took 100 photos to get that one photo that you think oh. was good enough. To oh, yeah. 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 Interesting. So I guess the next question kind of has to go off of this, like the trends, the, the way you act or you dress. Um, but at what age did you start feeling like you couldn't dress a certain way anymore because it was viewed as like childish um I feel like like sixth grade Mm -hmm. I started to like make the switch of like oh like these are the brands I should shop at like this is what I should wear because like I don't want to look like a little kid anymore Mm -hmm. yeah and what does that like what does that look like I guess I'm trying to think of, like, the little kid. I feel like it was, I think it was a huge thing was, like, where I shopped. Because, like, mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school, it was, like, Justice, yeah. everything. <laughs> I was, like, Claire's, yeah. Target. Mm-hmm. But then it was, like, okay. Then I started going to, like, American Eagle, mm-hmm. Aerie, getting, mm-hmm. like, leggings and jeans. Yeah. I feel like that was, like, kind of where the switch started to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think it's happening, like, even younger now. Yeah. Like, I have seen some, like, 10-year-old girls mm-hmm. that, like, look like they could be 15. Yeah. Like, the style for the younger kids is crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would agree. Do you think that that plays into um, kind of, like, what we were talking about earlier with the name brands and things like that. Is that when that also starts? Like our name brands, like grown up, more grown up. I mean, I think they are, but I think it takes a little longer for like the, like Lululemon expensive name brands mm-hmm. to kick in. I think it's more just like, Oh, I don't shop at justice anymore. It's yeah. like, they're like the kid stores. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's, like, moving away from the kid mm-hmm. stores. Then it's, like, moving to the expensive adult stores. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. For that switch for the expensive stores, does that happen, like, in 7th and 8th grade? Or yeah. is that in I high school? I think that's, like, a last year of middle school, first the year of high school middle thing. school? <laughs> second middle school, yeah. Yeah. yeah second middle school. <laughs> yeah. And so do you feel like, because you did, you kind of mentioned that you wish that there wasn't as much pressure on like how you look do you think that that pressure to grow up is is like part of the problem I think it is I feel like people are trying to make kids grow up like Mm -hmm. like when they're younger and younger Mm -hmm. and it's like they're keep pushing to like 
make these little kids look older. Yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. Why are we telling eight-year-olds to, like, go get drunk elephant skincare? (laughs) Like, I was in Lululemon, and there was this, like, I think she was, like, nine-year-old girl and her mom, Mm -hmm. and they were shopping for leggings. Yeah. And I was like, who is telling you you need these? You're going to grow out of them in a year anyway. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And they just keep pushing it younger and younger. And I think it's just, like, the standards. It's like you're pushing Mm -hmm. them on them. And then they get – they're so developed by the time they get to high school. And I think social media affects that a lot. Mm -hmm. Because when the younger you are and the more access you have to looking at older girls Mm -hmm. and, like, you put, like, and it's not even, it's probably, like, subconscious. Like, you just look and you're like, oh, my God, she looks so cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to look like that. And so you start to make these changes. Like, whereas I we didn't even have, like, people didn't have, like, cell phones when we were in elementary mm-hmm. school. So I can't mm-hmm. even imagine what it would be like to grow up with a cell phone and have that much access, like, in front of me. Because... I feel like that's why I was still okay wearing my justice in sixth grade. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, my sparkles and my stripes, like, you know, yeah, like, course. and like not necessarily worrying about it so much because I didn't have as wide of a view of what other people were doing. It mm-hmm. was just like the people around me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like whatever your friends do. So yeah. Like, they're your friends. Yeah, and, like, exactly. They look cool. So then you're going to look cool. Yeah. And they're looking at like. Alex Earl, yeah. and they're like, yeah. oh, I'm going to look like her. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, she's in college. You're in middle school. Yeah. I guess I also, like, what keeps showing up for me is the people or the, or the families of students who financially yes. can't afford yeah. the high-end brands it and how that can impact crazy. their self-identity, yeah. their social sphere, yeah. and this pressure of, and what that, like, internal dialogue must oh, be like for mm-hmm. them. Because yeah. that has to be a lot of people. Yeah. There is Very definitely a socioeconomic, like, mm-hmm. uh, part about, like, popularity. Oh, I, I feel yeah. like just from even growing up, it was always the people with the massive houses and the best mm-hmm. basement that had the most friends. Because people yeah. wanted to go to their house. Yeah. And I'm not saying they weren't great people also. Like, they probably were, and they were probably a great time. But it's just, I feel like that trend's very common. Yeah. Um, like, if you are very socioeconomically advantaged you tend to have access to more things and therefore have more friends because Mm -hmm. you you seem like like this almost like this idol like I want to I want to be like that and even like the sports things like it costs Mm -hmm. money to be able to play Mm -hmm. as in like to be able to make the team you've got to play it outside Mm -hmm. of school and you've got to do the private lessons so that you'll make yeah Yeah. then you And then, well, you've got practice seven days mm-hmm. a week, so that means you need seven different outfits for those yeah. practices. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a la- it's it's layered for sure, mm-hmm. and I think it puts more pressure on students, and yeah, and it plays into mental health because then you're wondering, like, well, I didn't choose this. Like, mm-hmm. I I wasn't like, okay, like, this is how much money my parents are gonna make. So, like, how does that like show my worth? Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard too with like kids wanting a phone younger because it's like yeah. well you've got a 10 year old kid and they're like I want a phone because everyone else has a phone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like you want to give it to them but it's also yeah. like do I want to give them unrestricted internet access do I have mm-hmm. the money to give 
an elementary school or a phone. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's right, hard. because they probably don't want the iPhone three generation. Yeah, they want, they <laughs> so want the again, iPhone 15. Back to, yeah. right, these. Yeah. Um, so I feel like Apple them. versus Android thing oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Like you will literally be shunned if you haven't, if you don't have an Apple phone. Like, I wish I was kidding. I really wish I was kidding. But it's like, because you're like text. making a group chat yes. and you're like, you can't name it. Can't yeah, they're like, mm-hmm. everyone's always like, do you have an yeah. Android? And like, if you say yes, they're like, oh, <laughs> guess we'll have to make a Snapchat group chat then. And then they just make another one without you. Like, I, it is. Oh, horrible. (laughs) Well, it really just shows how real societal and social pressure is. Yeah, right. And how it really is a driving force behind so many things. Yeah. And it really is impacting a lot of students who are just a part of it. Like, do you Mm -hmm. feel like you have control? Not really. Yeah, like it feels a lot of it actually is out of your control (laughs) but then this want and need to conform to feel good about yourself and the people you're around is so so real Mm -hmm. yeah do you have any advice that you want to give any other high schoolers middle schoolers anybody else like dealing with your transitions as well This is the hardest part. I don't want to give them bad advice. (laughs) (laughs) No wrong answers. Mm -mm. Um, I would say focus on like actually learning. And Mm -hmm. if you can, I know it's hard, focus a little less on what you're wearing, what everyone else is wearing, what you look like. It's about learning and getting a good education (laughs) so you can do something with your life. It really isn't a fashion show. And having Mm -hmm. fun. You can have fun. Yes, have fun. Find things you like well, to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Lastly, this podcast would not be possible without the support of St. Clair Health. Please listen to the following ad. At St. Clair Health, we're always improving, building on our commitment to face the challenges of today, making an impact on the communities we serve so we can be stronger together. St. Clair Health, expert care from people who care. Thank you to all our listeners for your support. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to reach out to us with feedback or episode ideas at podcasts with an S at outreachteam.org. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Views and opinions expressed in the Teens Tap In podcast represent the opinions of the hosts and their guests. The views and opinions expressed by Outreach Teen and Family Services employees, donors, and volunteers are their own and do not necessarily reflect the view of Outreach Teen and Family Services or the show's sponsors. The content here should not be taken as counseling advice. The content here is for informational purposes only and because each person is unique Please consult your mental health provider or physician for any mental health counseling or other medical questions. The podcast should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including, but not limited to, establishing a standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis for expert witness testimony.
no guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on the podcast. If you find any error in any of the content of the podcast, please contact us at podcasts at outreachteen.org. Outreach Teen and Family Services, its sponsors, donors, and partners expressly disclaim any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages whatsoever arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. Please go to www.outreachteen.org to see the complete notice and disclaimer for the podcast episodes.